Hey you guys, and you're tuning in to another episode of Katie and Birdie at the 412, and we may or may not be doing our thing. Today we have as a guest star, one of my bestest, bestest friends ever. His name is Alex. Thank you for the introduction. He's a fellow socialite. And a fella socialite and swella. And by the way, this is Katie. And before we forget, because we may, you might forget, we did set up a Gmail account, Katie and Birdie at the 412, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-D-B-E-R-T-I-E, T-H-E-F-O-U-R-T-W-E-L-V-E. All your questions and comments, critiques, compliments, send them our way. And is that at Yahoo Gmail? What is that? Gmail. At Gmail, you guys. Oh, thank you, Birdie. So, now that you know, feel free to hit us up. Ask us questions, comments, concerns, critiques. Mm -hmm. But we might eat you alive for those critiques, so don't get too comfortable now. But we will (laughs) eat up the compliments. Dessert. So, tonight? Tonight is a very special night. Mm -hmm. Um... You know, our first uh, special guest. But on top of that, we really wanted to bring forth a topic that I feel like is not discussed too much in friend groups. That part. Which is, in a social setting, how far do you let your friends go before you need to check them or kind of tell them about themselves? Before Before you want your friend to know they're foolish... When do you reel them back in? Right. And I feel like we also have to let people know or kind of coach some people who might not know or might not feel comfortable doing it with their friends when or how to do it. Does that Yes. That yeah, for sure. I mean, that's honestly a very important point. Not many people feel comfortable confronting someone. Or if you want to call that confronting someone because... If they're actually a friend, it's in your greatest interest to kind of let them know, hey, you're making an ass out of yourself. Uh, Or a fool. So (coughs) there is like, there's a line in Harry Potter that, of course, I forget, but it's where (laughs) Dumbledore, (laughs) at the end of the very first one, he says he awards them extra points because not only does it take great, great courage to commit acts of courage and bravery synonymous but to also say to your friend listen you've gone too far come back in right right which that minor character did quick disclaimer i just want to really quickly apologize i'm (laughs) a little under the weather so i may sound a little congested or cough from time to time but this is Katie and Birdie at the fucking 412. So at if you're not ready for X-rated material, see ya. Yes. Okay, I don't think I'm ready for X-rated material, so... We were actually talking about this <laughs> earlier today. Because, because I was in my towel and making a Bloody Mary. And I'm like, Katie, we keep it X-rated at the 412. No, and she's like, like not um, at all. Not no, at all. Maybe not. <laughs> and I was like, Katie, at least I do. I let it all hang out. And she's like, mm, No, he doesn't. Hang out. Really? Yeah. No, it's fairly PG. PG okay, 13. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can concur. 
Right. Okay, so, so scenario. Make one up, not like a real one with our friends. Right. Okay. I okay, mean, so. I feel like instead of scenario, I feel like we can kind of explain when it's more like um, what kind of situation, not a specific scenario, more like when you feel like your friend has stepped over a line or has gone out of bounds, right? And makes you uncomfortable or makes you question their motive or makes you question if that's even really them as a person. Right. Because a lot of times people, you know, like to use the excuse of alcohol to kind of let them act up or be this completely different person. Or a family trauma or whatever. They're using an excuse to be themselves when they should just be themselves. Go on. Right. Back to that family trauma. You know, the family trauma, yes, but it should not be an excuse. It should be more of an explanation as to why you are the way that you are. But bring it back, you guys. Um, I feel like a lot of people use the excuse of alcohol to kind of justify their wrongdoings or them being the way that you know, they actually truly feel like being at that certain moment. Um, or who they want to be in general, but they don't do it because they don't have the the courage that alcohol gives them or the edge off. That liquid courage, honey. Dutch courage. Mm-hmm. But, um... <laughs> I don't wait. Back, back to that point, though. Um, a lot of people love to use that excuse but if you really think about it like it's not anything you know the alcohol is not doing anything to you that you wouldn't want to do normally right um birdie feels like alcohol instead of bringing out a person's uh you know alter ego it more like enhances who they actually are and allows that person to come to light Um, right um i'm not gonna lie and say that you know once you get pushed to a certain point, you know, things get a little cloudy. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure we've all experienced that. Yes. Just being real. Um, but I will say that, you know, drinking in a normal social setting, you should not be transforming into this completely different person that you've, you know, where people are like, who, who the fuck is that? Yeah, and people being, you know, the listener or us specifically, because mm-hmm. right here we're talking about, that's the lucky put it back. Sorry. <laughs> um, we're talking about, you know, when to check your friends. Um, so I feel like we, maybe we should give a scenario. Okay. So I'll throw a quick scenario out, out there. Let's say you're at a cocktail party. You are completely, like, decked out to the nines, super black tie formal, you are drinking your champagne and you look over all of a sudden you see a friend of yours very close to your friend having a conversation that they probably should not be having slurring dropping their champagne talking about their relationship um you know spilling the tea on so many different things that you know to the point where you're looking at your friend like hold on wait who is this person Mm. What do you do? What do you do? Because I just flipped my hair extensions, and I'm letting you boys (coughs) take it from here. I think it all depends on kind of, like, is, not necessarily, is that person making a fool of themselves? 
because sometimes when people are drinking and it's an environment where people are you know having multiple drinks Mm-hmm. Is it them making a fool of themselves, or are they just being extremely open with the person that they're speaking to because the alcohol has given them the courage to say what they really want to say? And they feel free. Right. Or are they lost in their words because of the simple fact that they are drinking? Are they saying things that they don't want to say? Um, so I feel like that might be like you being the person who is sitting across in that cocktail party from your friend. Right. You have to kind of sit there and decide at that moment. Um, you have to decide in that moment, is this my friend being comfortable because they are in an open environment drinking? Or is this my friend embarrassing themselves because they've had too much to drink? But also, on top of that, I think that's a really good point. But you should also evaluate who the person is is that they're talking to do you feel like this is someone that can be trusted because if that is the case that your friend is comfortable in this environment if your friend is you know just opening up like but you say here's the thing. this person you that's such a good point because you actually have to know who is that confidant who are they really right and if it's someone that's not trustworthy or mm. you feel like or you is don't a, know right or you and your friend don't know because that's that those are very common situations where your friend will open up or you yourself i mean you know i'm pretty sure it's happened to anyone in this group where you've had a moment where you've completely opened up to a stranger oh of course mind of you we're course. lost tight here at the Trains, 412 honey so <laughs> this is a very rare situation you know about my life let me just pour a little Bloody Mary on Southwest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you should really be that, well, you know, considering your state. Because um, if you're quite over the edge, you coming up to your friend and letting them know about themselves might come off very vindictive and almost a little too aggressive. So how do you guys feel you should handle a situation like that where your friend you feel has passed the line and you all of a sudden have to tell them, hey, like, maybe you should slow down. Maybe you should. I think, Bertie, because you have said, I will make a recommendation, like a little suggestion. I'm not telling you this what to true. do in the situation, but I'm recommending you step away and have that glass of sparkling water and take a little time, take a little bite, take a little think before you have another drink. Sparkling water true. because... Let me tell you guys, I am a drink very... Uh, right, we don't drink flat. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Unless you absolutely have to. Um, no, but that's usually how I handle a situation like that, where it's a close friend of mine, and I'm like, you know what, maybe you should... You know, maybe you should have a moment to yourself. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll get you some water. Let's grab a quick bite. Let's reassess the situation. Let's get you to a point where you yourself feel more in tune with yourself. And if you do let them run on and on, which maybe you're in your own situation, so you don't have the wherewithal to handle it in the moment, please do not say anything the next day because nobody feels good. Exactly, yeah. Right. The worst thing is having a hangover and being mm -hmm. told about yourself. And hung out to dry. Hangover and hung out to dry. Yes. No. Right. Right. I mean, they're hanging over or hanging out. (laughs) There's not both. Right. (laughs) It's either or here. 
And this is my no bueno because I speak Espanol almost perfectly. Girl. <laughs> Katie is a liar. Lies and deceit. Um, so, Alex, how would you handle that situation? I feel like... Like, let's say you saw okay, me. Like, well, when it's... See, this is the thing. Um, mm-hmm. When it's someone like you, I feel like we have... We know so much about each other, and we know each other to a point that I feel comfortable to where if you were telling me something, I'd be like, okay, maybe I would immediately evaluate myself like, oh my gosh, am I saying too much? Have I stepped over the line? Mm-hmm. But... I feel like if I was to say something, like the friend that's across the room at this cocktail party, right. if I was to say something to them, if it was you, I would immediately be like, uh, Birdie. You need to check yourself, <laughs> Birdie, honey, come sit over here with me. Because right. you're saying too much, and there's people listening in on this conversation, um, and if I could hear you from across the room, the whole room knows your business. And right. there may be someone listening with avarice with right. jealousy in their heart and malintent and mm. but even sometimes without the malintent there are people who will remember always repeat the situation and they'll right. repeat the conversation and they'll because repeat. it's a juicy story i mean look yeah. at Juice. look at us yeah i feel like sometimes a lot of the times uh we forget that everything that we say we can and will be quoted on and oh. um that's something and that then you put it on social media it's Listen, out there even forever. Worse. Like I hate those people that go on Facebook. You know, quick side note: I hate those people that go on Facebook and tell their whole life in a in a fucking oh. status. That's why I've completely dropped Facebook. I barely even use it. I only use it to log into other apps <laughs> because it's the <laughs> easiest login. And it's really for the elderly. Not even. Well, like the, okay. elder, the elderly use it more properly. <laughs> they post pictures right. of their grandkids and they post mm. cooking videos and funny things about cats and they boast about their kids right mm. well you know boasting i'm a fan uh-huh. <laughs> um and i don't think malintent is a word and i think this is a good time to bring up the fact that mal m-a-l is the latin word for bad so right. maleficent malicious i love her mal- i know i love her right. oh. Angelina Jolie played an amazing She role. did an amazing job. She did that. Um, so shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, so, Angie, anytime we know that you live kind of in our neighborhood, if you want to come by and guess when I... We'll think about it. We'll consider it. Girl. We have a list. There's a long list of who wants to guest star on the show. Um, Alex actually was not on, the, did not express interest, and we just roped him in. Oh, because we have to talk about dinner. Right. And then wrap it up. Hold on, wait. But back, oh. before okay. we wrap it up, I feel like we should get to that. How, yeah, how we address it. Right, how that point. So real quick, we'll go around and kind of say how we address it. So I usually, if it's a close friend of mine, if it's someone I don't really care for, if it's just an acquaintance, then I'll usually let them do their thing. I'll briefly, you know, be like, um, you know, you kind of speak a lot. Like, in situations like that where someone like Alex, I'll, in Spanish, very clearly... <laughs> say what? In Spanish? Say, estás hablando mucho. Oh, my gosh. Which means... So true. You're talking a lot. You're talking um, a lot. And then that'll kind of be an indicator to... You know, maybe By I the should, way, maybe I, I hear this myself. all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> because I don't want him to make a mistake and be like, oh shit, like, how did they know right. this? Right, but and also in... Um, or shite. Like, 
Right. Girl, I said shit. Okay. No. <laughs> They're still um, swearing at the cursing at the 412. Girl, Katie keeps trying to instill that in me. <laughs> I'm a cursor. I grew up cursing. I am a sailor at you heart. You actually do not curse regularly. That's what you think. She's just gotten used to hearing it in my everyday. <laughs> We're classy at the 412. But I love cursing. And a dirty martini. Alex, how would you handle it? Go. I feel like I might. The thing is, we had a conversation today about how maybe we shouldn't allow people, because we kind of went through a scenario where someone was saying a little bit too much, and we had to, we've had conversations about it ever since, and it's been conversations that multiple people who were there have spoken about it. So now I've come to the realization that it is your job to step in, regardless if it's a, a very close friend or not, mm-hmm. because you never want a person to be spoken ill of. No. When, especially when it was <laughs> ASMR, um, <laughs> when when the, <laughs> to be <laughs> spoken ill of, when it, it was that person under the influence of alcohol, and that person specifically is not like that regularly. Right. I I feel like me, I'm a very open person and a lot of the things that I say, I don't really care if people decide to speak on it. It's more of what I'm saying um sometimes might be a little bit inappropriate and I feel like when it is considered <laughs> inappropriate, you have to jump Tell him you're talking you're too ta- much. Está hablando mucho. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Back hold on, back to that real quick. Um I feel like Back to what you were saying about, um, damn, what was the point that you made? You said something like, uh, we don't want them to be spoken ill of. We don't want them to be spoken ill of. Alcohol influencing them. Oh, I feel like there should be a preventative measure to that. Um, especially because I take that with my friends. Excuse me. Where if I see them kind of getting to the point where they're drinking a little too much, oh, you know, maybe you should not have that other two shots. Right. Maybe you should chill for a little bit. I think um But if you don't want to take that advice, honey, I'm not going to force it on you. But just know that if you're making an ass of yourself, there's not much I can do at that point. And I think a really good thing to do also, if you, especially if maybe they're not across the room, maybe it's in a conversation that you're having with that person and someone else. Um, maybe if the person is, uh, you know, a little bit out of hand, maybe it's also your job as a friend to change the conversation before it, it elevates to another Swerve place. Swerve it. Right. Swerve it completely. Swerve. Make a U-turn, drive mm-hmm. the car into the garage, lock them inside. <laughs> And maybe even put them in the trunk. Right. <laughs> With a little bit of oxygen, like a little breathing Yeah, like space. an oxygen Just tank and a bottle of Prosecco. Because like a, we never want to commit murder. No, more so like no. a like a straw through the keyhole of the, mm-hmm. the little... Um, yes. Yeah, but you never know because they As might... long as it's a metal straw, because we are very eco-sensitive. Yeah, yeah we don't want plastic straws to no. end up inside dolphins. Right. No. No. Or sea turtles' nostrils. That's so. Some of you guys have seen that. I know. I do need to quit that habit of the plastic straws. Hold on, wait, real quick, Katie. How would you handle the situation? Well, you're asking me. Yes, I'm usually not that person in the moment, but I will tell you, in the cold light of day, 
you have to understand, you have to have compassion. Everyone has something going on and you have no idea. You think you know even your closest friend. You think that you know everything that's behind the scenes. You don't. And we talked about this last week. You, you don't. So be very open and loving and just wanting to ask them, how can I help you in this situation, rather than telling them what to do. Right. Again, it's for me, it's about making recommendations and suggestions. But also, don't assume that they have a problem either, because that Loki sounds like... How can I help you be better? Right. Oh, exactly. Right. And don't judge. Right. Don't judge. Don't judge. I feel like also it's the method of delivery. Um, it, for, exactly. For, like, let's say I love what Katie said about the the cold, you know, light of day. Um, you know, Birdie is more like a está hablando mucho, you know, you're <laughs> right in the moment. But I feel like which can be either received well or not. <laughs> right at that point, I also do not care because I'm usually drinking myself. So I'll be like, listen, you talking a little too much, babe. And then if you want to take it and be a, you know, be a, be rude Let about me just it. Say one thing though. I have told Birdie several times that <laughs> estás hablando mucho, and Birdie never cares. You, you also have to address that. There's friends that just don't just care. don't care. But I'm, you know, like I said, X-rated. Love to let it hang out. <laughs> love okay, to let it hang out. Like complete lies and deceit. You are not X-rated. Girl, I was practically butt naked at the restaurant that we went to. I just wore a huge cover-up. I love letting y'all hang out. So let's talk about dinner oh, and yeah. our cocktails. Yeah, we had a great dinner at uh, a restaurant that Katie has. Granada. Granada. Mm-hmm. In Granada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a Mexican style restaurant. Family owned. Yeah, very authentic. Family owned, honey. Because yeah. we love supporting, like, you know, family owned, Local small businesses. businesses. Yeah, Always. all that. And Always. Katie made a really strong point. Find out who is in your area and really take advantage of that because, you know, it's not going to be the same as. Going to Cheesecake Factory, right? For example, or whatever <laughs> franchise you like to go to, but it'll be so much more worth it. It'll be a lot more intimate. You know, check and, out your local yeah. spaces, and the food is typically better, so. right? Made with love. Made with love. Just like this podcast. Unless they're in a bad mood, girl, <laughs> and that food's gonna be a little too salty. But we like salt here. And then yet again. Questions, concerns, critiques, compliments, anything anything that begins with the letter C, except for you know what you should never See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Unless you're in a gay setting, it's very welcoming. Katie and Birdie at the 412 at gmail.com. Love you. Love you guys. Just remember, be naughty. Stay in school. Hold on, wait. And then let's oh, give this last one to Alex. Okay. So, Alex, we like to wrap up the show and kind of give like a little, you know, like a sign little off. last sign-off quote. So, what's going to be yours? My quote? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me think about Like a little piece brief. of advice. Mine says, be naughty. Katie's is always stay in school. We already know she's an advocate. So, what's yours? Have that second cigarette. Have that second cigarette, people. Goodbye.
Love you guys. This has been another episode of Katie and Birdie at the 412. And you know we're doing our thing. Doing our thing. Doing our thing.